Good morning for the CJRU Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixy and debuting on the show, I've got gospel artist Michael Manhurts. How you doing? I am good. I'm good. I'm good. Grateful to be with you here this morning, Donovan. I know. I know. Hey, we're going to talk about gospel music. Awesome. That sounds great. That's my roots, eh? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you sing something for us today. <laughs> I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Okay, <laughs> I know that's my roots. That's your roots too, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. What do you love about gospel music? Um, I love that gospel music is very eclectic. It, you hear you hear a bit of gospel music in almost every genre that you hear. Whether it's for me personally, whether it's you know uh, pop. R&B, soul, so many different styles, rock and roll, like gospel music has its sound in each and every one of those. A lot of those things were birthed for me personally, um, has a place in a lot of those music styles. And I feel like, you know, gospel music can be a collaboration of all things because gospel is a message, not so much a style. So it can be any and everything. So that's what I love about gospel music. It's not limited to a sound or a genre. It is so broad. So mm -hmm. that's definitely something I love about it. All right. And you have a story of how you started getting into gospel music. You're born and raised in the church. You know us. We live it. We breathe it. And even when we try to turn our back on it, we still come back to it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I really had no choice when I was younger. My mom being somebody that was like, you know, very involved in church and children's ministry, youth ministry, so many different things. And I was just literally sleeping on the pews sometimes with my mom being at church so it's really embedded inside of me um from a young age all the gospel music the way i've been raised so yeah definitely love gospel music it's in my blood shout out mom all right now talk <laughs> about what do you call it the inspirations who are our inspirations did we grow up on fred hammond did we grow up on kirk franklin did we grow up on Donnie McClurklin, Yolanda Adams, C.C. Winans? Absolutely. Every single one of those names you said. Oh, man. Fred Hammond from uh, No Weapon Formed Against Men. Ooh. All that stuff there. Like we, we, again, it's in our blood. Donnie McClurklin, Kirk Franklin. Do you want a revolution? All of that stuff. <laughs> we <laughs> love that stuff, right? So hearing that, I also grew up with like a Caribbean descent. So even like, you know, knowing Grace Thrillers or Papa San or Lieutenant Stitchy and so many different artists from the Caribbean is also a part of my blood and my lineage as well so yeah shout out to all those artists out there because they paved the way for a lot of us now nowadays so mm -hmm. yeah and what do you think gospel music is missing because you know a lot of these young people these days they're not interested in gospel music they'd rather mm -hmm. listen to drake pop smoke or they'd rather listen to something else or cardi b or Gr glorilla Mm -hmm. So what I would say in regards to gospel music, I think gospel music just needs to have people who are real, relevant and transparent about what's happening. I think a lot of times in gospel music, people, well, let me not say people, but it presents as if people are perfect and it's the exact opposite. It's imperfect people really seeking to, you know, reach out to Jesus for that help. And I think that in gospel music, if we have, you know, that showing people that we aren't perfect but we're striving to become better each and every day which i think everybody is which one percent better how much percent better you're trying to be every day it will be more along the lines of how people see themselves in their everyday um, walk so i think it just needs to boil down to that just being as simple as possible i'm not perfect you're not perfect but we're on i'm on this walk to get better to get closer to jesus christ real relatable and transparent music is what i would say
So Barack Obama's now perfect. <laughs> oh boy. Oh boy, the politics. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So like your music, right? Is it gonna really bring us back to that heart of worship? Is it gonna bring me back to those days where I'm crying and I'm seeking the face of God Almighty. I'm on my knees saying, God, I need your help with this situation. God, I need you. Does your music bring me back to the altar? Definitely. I believe I do have some in uh, some singles that would bring people back to that place of, of worship. My first single called Take It All um, was really a cry where, you know, I felt like I was in a place where I was depressed and I, I felt like, you know, I couldn't attain what, you know, I thought was promised to me. And when that all came crashing down, I felt like I had nothing. And I said to God, I'm like, God, I just need you to take this feeling of this emptiness away from me. Because, you know, when you invest some so much time into something and it doesn't manifest or it doesn't happen, then you almost feel like, okay, what do I do now? And I was in that place and I told God again, like, you know, take this feeling away from me. And in that I had a you know, an opportunity and experience with God. And that song, I believe, can help people, you know, who feel like they have they are empty, they're broken, they're anxious, they're depressed. They might be feeling hurt, guilt, shame, all these different emotions and feelings that we might encompass as human beings. It helps bring you to that place to know that Jesus has taken it all and he can take it all from you. So there's many songs like that, Unashamed, Bless the Lord, so many different title tracks that I have that will bring people to that that place as well. So yeah, I do believe I have songs that will bring people to the altar and bring people to focus on the heart of worship. Mm -hmm. Now, talk about unashamed because some Christian listeners might be listening. Maybe they do feel ashamed. Maybe they feel ashamed of the stuff they've done in their lives mm -hmm. and they feel God can never forgive them. What's unashamed about? So being unashamed, uh, I, I guess a quick testimony that I could share is when I was in high school, I was ashamed. I was very, very ashamed of the gospel, ashamed of being a Christian, ashamed of everything that had to do with church pretty much. Why? Because I felt like in my time, like, you know, it was kind of like a cliche. Oh, you go to church? Oh, you're a church church boy or choir boy, blah, blah, blah. There's so many different things that people could and would say about that. So I didn't want to identify as such. And I feel a lot of people right now can identify with that because we see in different places, you know, that, you know, there might be different uh, institutions that try to disprove, you know, the Bible or disprove uh, Christianity and different things, different debates and stuff like that. And um, I believe that, you know, again, in this time, um, as the Bible says in uh, Romans 1 16, um, that for I am unashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation to anybody who believes in him. So to anybody that believes in him, you do have that power. You do have that power to be saved, to, to enjoy, to, to have salvation. So no one is and ever too far from God. And I know a lot of people say, hey, God can never forgive me for this or what I've done is too, too, too bad, quote unquote, to say. But what I would tell everybody is that nothing is ever wasted. Everything that's happened in your life, God won't waste it. So everything that happened or maybe was meant for bad, God can turn it around for good. Your test will turn into a testimony. Your mess will turn into a message. So I believe that everything that happens is for a reason and you could use it for the glory of God. Amen, amen, amen. And so what do you say to the people, what do you call it, out there listening? What do you want to tell young people where they're still not inspired by life? They don't even think it's worth it to listen to gospel music or what do you call it, or even step in a church? Mm -hmm. So what I would say to individuals or young people who may not feel like stepping into a church is that 
you'll never experience a love like the love of Jesus. And I know it sounds cliche. I know it sounds like, yeah, I've heard my mom say that. I heard my grandma say that. I heard everybody say that. And I think it just takes us having that open opportunity to come and to experience it in the trueness of what it is. Sometimes we're shut off to certain things because of maybe a past hurt, past experience. And um, I hope that people would give, again, Jesus a try and not judge it and guise it by maybe imperfect people that might be in a church that might have made a mistake. So I want to uh, encourage you to give, you know, your heart over to the Lord again in what you're doing. So when it comes to like, you know, giving or coming to church or coming back to that aspect, again, the music that you listen to now, you should ask yourself, is it fulfilling? Is it helping me? Or is it making me feel, you know, hype or put me on a high and that's one thing that i noticed myself a lot of music i use i not i used to listen to but some music that you listen to on the radio and stuff like that it makes you feel good for a moment and then after you come back down but if you listen to you know words that have positive messages they help you and sustain you and help you to have you know uh, have a better walk in yourself personally and with god so that's what i'd say to any individuals young people listening there's nothing you've done that hasn't been done by anybody in church so you're not perfect nobody is Come to church, serve God, and be the best you can be. All right. Do you listen to secular music? Sometimes I listen to a little, a little, a little, a little bit of one, two here and there. To you know, I, I uh, my 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 radio dial isn't turned off to that stuff, <laughs> okay. so I do listen to it every now and then. All right. Can you be a Christian and listen to secular music? That's a very interesting question. I think it depends on people's conviction, because from from person to person, I think it depends on what their conviction is about what they can tolerate and what they could take um some people might be able to tolerate it and know when hey this is a little bit too much for me and so forth so that's how i guys things as well i listen to the message of the song if the message is a little bit too far not far left but a little bit um beyond my my personal you know what i think is 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 just or what i think is a little bit extreme then i'll be like okay this isn't for me and that's how i guide it just what's for me is what's for me what's not for me is what's not for me so that's how i kind of guys listening to music and it depends on the person again as i ultimately said and i listen to the clean version I would never listen to explicit secular music. That's just not, that's not me. I just cannot take that explicitness going into my soul. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Oh boy. <laughs> listen to the clean version. I'm not encouraging, but just listen to the clean versions. Okay. That's why they gave those clean versions. <laughs> the clean cuts. I hear you. <laughs> All right. So what are you, what is your take on Maverick City and the Grammy? Um, in terms of them winning, what, what do you mean? In terms of them winning and in terms of them performing with rapper Quavo from the Migos. Oh, that's a very interesting question. Um, So with them winning, I would say that, you know, they've done a lot of things in the past, maybe three, four, five, four, let's say four years that have really um, shaken the way that people look at music, gospel music, contemporary music. And um, it has done a lot of stuff, a lot for the younger generation, which we were talking about before, which they can kind of relate to. Um, in terms of performing with Quavo, it's a funny that I was actually talking about this the other day, um, looking at both perspectives where, you know, sometimes a lot of people see something and they're like, how could somebody perform with somebody that does this type of music and blah, 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 and Ray Tay Tay. But a lot of times we miss and we misunderstand some people's assignments, not knowing that they can be a light to shine 
on you know either gospel music or a light to shine to these individuals a lot of times people just see gospel music and think it's one area that's supposed to be secluded but they don't understand that we're supposed to go therefore into all the world and to be you know in areas and in spheres of influence and i believe that um you know if god called them to do that then go right ahead so i personally don't think anything was wrong with them you know ministering with, with or sorry ministering <laughs> performing with Quavo I think as long as their intentions were pure and they did it you know to to reach as many people as possible because it was a tribute when you look at it, it was a tribute to you know people who had uh, passed away within I think the past few years so at that you know it was a song at that point a song of hope and if people see them as a light of hope then I don't think there's anything wrong with that mm-hmm. now what it I'm gonna play devil's advocate but Go aren't ahead. they a Christian they shouldn't be with those people though they shouldn't be with look what what Sam Smith performed at the Grammys what if they say that they shouldn't be there it's wicked so what I would say is this, um, a lot of people, you, you go to work every day, right? You don't, you don't agree with people, but you still go to work every day. Do you get up and leave when you disagree with somebody? No. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> then that's exactly what I'll say to individuals. You're not going to get up and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so detested that this person had onions on their pizza. Like you're not going to do that. You have to understand that again, what I believe is that the Holy Spirit within you, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit and there's something that you believe is different then at my seat, I will internally pray and say, you know what, Lord, blah, blah, blah. If I'm convicted by that. But again, if you're called to a certain area, if something tells you that maybe something is wrong, then either, you know, as we all do, if you feel something is maybe not for you, my stance is, you know, I would either, I don't know if this sounds bad, but if I feel like it's too much for me to manage, I might just walk away. Um, But I don't think that we have, we can look at it and say, well, you know, all these things happen. These people are there so they condone it. Because because something happens doesn't mean you condone something that happens. It just is just something happening. Again, like I said, anything can happen at a workplace at a store. Just because you're there doesn't mean you agree with it. It's an award show honoring, you know, different people. And if they had known that was going to happen, that's one thing. If they didn't know, it's another thing. But again, it's a award show. Doesn't mean that they condone it or agree with, so to speak, maybe Sam Smith dressing up and doing that performance or different things happening. It doesn't the two are not exclusive or go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get what you mean. It doesn't mean Maverick City supported Sam Smith's performance. No, not at all. Not oh, at all. That would be that. a talk. <laughs> no, Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be a talk in the Christian community. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right. So what do you say to a younger Donovan that wants to take his gift to the world and he wants to sing but he's discouraged by his church members that if you sing for the world you might end up backsliding what do you say to mm, that understood understood i would say it really depends on the call that god has given you uh one thing that i've understood myself as a worship leader gospel artist is that uh just because i have a voice doesn't mean i'm called to the world or called to different arenas however i do believe that if i'm given an opportunity to do so and there's a green light. As long as God gives it to me, I'll go for it. A lot of times, uh, and I'll say this, I do believe that sometimes people impose their own fears on people. So with that being said, you know, they think that, hey, if you go into the situation, you might fall and falter into a situation where you might not be able to come out of. But the one and two are really not the same. I see there's many people who kind of, you know, do different things. And like, for example, Chandler Moore, or, or let's go Naomi Rain. Naomi Rain, she has, she's a part of Maverick City. She's one of, she's one of like the main singers from Maverick City. But you listen to her individual music, it's not 
gospel music. It's it's like inspirational music, right? And I think that we have to also be able to understand that, you know, people have giftings that aren't only meant for the four walls of the church. It's meant for the world or it's meant for a community. And I think as long as you stay true to who you are as an individual, I think that's what uh, matters the most. So if I go into like, you know, society and, and society changes me, I think that's where you kind of have to like reflect. But I think we should be able to go into if we are, do have the opportunity to go into these arenas and stuff like that, we should be able to influence as much as we can, obviously without forcing, but based on who we are at, at our at our core to, you know, be a light, uh, whether it's through influential music, whether it's through, you know, your life experiences that help people, because not everybody's going to listen to me if I say, and this is the sad truth, not everybody's going to listen to me if I say, you know, Jesus saves. They're going to be like, oh yeah, right. But if I say, hey, I've been hurt. I've been, I've been let down before. People will be like, I've been let down before too, right? Then we could relate on something. But if you start, you know, on something that's a little bit different, then you're not going to have the same results. So I would say to a young Donovan, as long as God is giving you that green light and go ahead and it doesn't change you as a person, I say go for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And don't listen to the people like you said. Sometimes they're projecting their negative fears on you, right? Like you said. Sometimes. Again, I would say pray about it because sometimes our elders do see some stuff. But again, not everybody does. So again, you have to use your rule of thumb. So All sure. right. So is there more upcoming music we got in the future? future uh yeah so there is some more music that is coming i'm always working on music in november i was able to go down to nashville and to work on some songs so hopefully some of those songs come out uh later this year um and again collaborating with other artists within the city who maybe you might know maybe not might not know but i'll throw their names like kevin adams voices of praise uh there's so many different individuals ruth dente daniel ojo who is my label mate who just got nominated for a juno kimberly ade symphony poati jr all my label mates chardon myers so many different wonderful artists that you know we're collaborating working on music so uh yeah you could expect some music and if you haven't listened to music you could check out the unashamed project that's out it's a great rendition of a lot of songs and uh yeah you could check it out and hear what's in store from michael okay and your message to any artists whether they're gospel or whether they're what do you call it not singing gospel music what do you want to tell them i would tell those artists be stick to your sound and be true to yourself a lot of times people try and i understand you know the industry some people it's about for some it's mm, let me choose my words wisely for some it's about making money (laughs) and for some it's about just making true art and i would just say you know uh, whether you're you know doing it as a career but i would say be true to yourself be true to your sound never dilute it because nobody can ever replicate you so whatever you do you're a one of one you're a masterpiece be the best you can be and it's okay to have inspirations too right it's okay to have goals it's okay to of course to fred hammond or look to of kirk franklin or look to kim burrell of course of course it's good to have those aspirations and look to them because you know they've done stuff that maybe a lot of people think they uh, not think but a lot of people would want to do so you look at them for that inspiration to kind of glean from them so yeah absolutely all absolutely right. okay just throw out your website and your ig all right so the website so this one you're gonna have to get a pen and paper for people here we go <laughs> so it's www.psalmistmusic or the psalmistmusic.ca slash 
<laughs> Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L dash Manhertz, M-A-N-H-E-R-T-Z. Very long, but I hope you guys got it. And my IG is Michael Manhertz Music, same exact spelling, M-I-C-H-M. -I oh, wow, I can't even spell my name today. M-I-C-H-A-E-L-M-A-N-H-E-R-T-Z-M-U-S-I-C. Music, and you can find out about music and you can get some comedy because I do some funny skits on there as well too. So you can check it out and have fun. Follow me and I'll be sure to follow back and say hello. I won't bite. <laughs> All right. Just as long as you're nice people, okay? <laughs> of course, of course. Anybody's welcome. <laughs> All right. So in closing, I would love you to sing me a nice course. I just feel like I'm in a worship mood. What do you have for me? Mm, let's see. Mm -mm. To worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Oh, to worship you, I live. To worship you, I live. I live to worship you. Oh. You want to join in, Donovan? <laughs> I love that. Oh, wow. Uh, yes, sir. There it is. Wow. You see? That, that Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory there be to go. God. <laughs> can't take the roots out of us, listeners. Never. You can't take the church roots out of people, okay? Never. <laughs> All right. It was so great to get to know you. Thank you, Donovan. I really appreciate it. It was a wonderful conversation. Hopefully, I can come back again. That was This was fun. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I'm for CJRU 1280 AM. I'd like to thank gospel artists. You can throw out your name again michael manhurts thank you so much and thank you to the listeners for listening to this episode as well